This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson. Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Welcome to our final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. Coming up in just a little bit, Alexis has the Wednesday edition of Am I the Ass Hat? Then Holly has the Dirt Alert. Holly will tell you why we could be getting a new Beatles song, whether we want it or not. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm surprised there'd be any debate about wanting. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh really? Uh huh. That's all coming up. But let's start with this. Am, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an a. Am I the asshat? Yeah. All right, guys. We had a Disney edition. We didn't get to the second one, so I'm going to do this one today. Okay. Because uh, we, we know, Jace, you love Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see what you think about this one. Am I okay. the asshat for making a set list of rules for a Disney trip? No. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, not <laughs> interesting. Okay. Oh, we'll Here, see, though. We'll here's see. the scenario. He writes, every single year, my two sisters and I take a girl's trip to a random location. This year was finally my turn to plan the trip, so I decided to book a trip to Disney Disney World for 10 days. My sisters were very excited about this trip, and so was I. But the booking process took a while. Plus, it was pretty costly. Well, we're leaving in a week, and I've created a set of rules for the trip. For example, no sleeping in past eight. Wear sneakers only due to all of the walking, etc. I sent my sisters this list today so they would know what to expect. They didn't take it too well and said that it was I was being very over dramatic and that it wasn't needed. I told them that this definitely wasn't needed to get the best experience. 
Uh, oh, I told them that this definitely was needed to get the best experience out of Disney World. We got into an argument over it, and now they're saying they no longer want to go on the trip. I thought that making this list of rules would make things easier for everyone and make it more enjoyable. Am I being a little too dramatic? And am I the asshat? 651-641-1071. Jace? Um, what was the third? Okay, so uh, tennis shoes, you yeah. can't sleep past eight. What was the third? Yeah, there- those were the two examples, but the also oh, yeah. that you know we're doing this at a specific time. Then we're going to go... Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the rides, but it's like we're going to eat at this time at this restaurant to, as well. It was also an itinerary on top of that. Uh, here, here's the reality. Uh, you can't do that for 10 days. That's not fair to the people that you're taking. Okay. Mm, so you're a butthole a little bit because of that. Um. Now, that's a good, if you want them to have a good time, Mm -hmm. what he laid out is necessary, but you can't do that again for 10 days. You should let, you should build in some flexibility. Hell, we even do that. I mean, I, we do that every time. Yeah. I mean, you're Um, playing trips to Disney all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we took a, a group of 10. We've yeah. done it a couple, you know, uh, and. How was we, that for you guys? Yeah. That was easy. It was actually. Now, look, it wasn't easy planning it. I mean, it was easy because it's, you know, we do it. I love doing it. And you executed once you were there. There's a lot yes. of prep work for this. And that's there's what a lot he's of saying. Prep. Yeah, there's a lot of prep. But you got to take, in consider, take into consideration who you're bringing along with. Mm-hmm. For example, I knew that the eight people that were coming with us, not everyone was as Disney-fied as Colin and I. Sure, yeah. Um, Colin uh, and me. And so we built in time in the middle of the day to leave. We didn't do any parks, and we just went to the pool. And we built in like four or five hours. And then we really didn't go back to a park at night. Sometimes we went to a restaurant. You got, you have to, you, you have, I know you want to be helpful, but that's a little overboard a couple days. Yeah. Because the reason I paused is the, the harsh reality is if you want to get the most out of a day at a Disney park, you do have to wake up early. You, especially if you have a limited time, if you want the shortest lines, if you want uh, the least amount of people, oh. you do have to get there early. That's why he's saying that. Gotcha. So like ten o'clock is too late. Oh, girl, you're you're you've already lost. <laughs> you've already oh. lost. You've lost. You know, you're not getting. You're going to have long lines. He's trying to make short lines. Is what he's doing. Again, great suggestion. You can't make people do that for ten days on vacation. Keyword vacation. That's not relaxing for everybody. Yeah, it's their vacation too, right? Let's go to Julie on line one. Hi, Julie. Good morning. Morning. What's Um, you? He's mostly an asshat, and he probably could have resolved a lot of these issues if he listened to two fairies, but that's a side bit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jason's podcast. He, uh, 
you know, I agree a lot with a lot of what you said. I used to be the person, like, I'm going somewhere. I may never be here again. I want to maximize every minute. But you kind of kill yourself being on vacation. So, and it doesn't sound like maybe they had any input into those days. So maybe they had collaborated and, again, taken a couple days off or afternoons off or, but I would, someone told me what time I had to get up. I'd have words for them. Yeah, because, yeah. Again, I get it. There are a couple days when you're going to have to do that. But, yeah, um, we don't even do that anymore, Jewel. I, we don't even run and gun like we used to. Um, yeah. We, we, we sleep in and, and go when we want. Thank you, Julie. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank um, hmm. I, I Look, his heart's in the right place. He obviously knows what he's doing because everything he said, I mean, he should do. But, right. No, maybe he's girl. probably like sick of hearing about maybe them complaining about their shoes on vacation. He's like, we're walking. And yeah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, the truth of the matter is you should have various shoes. You should have shoes that can get wet mm. and not be gross. You know, you should have waterproof shoes because it yeah. will rain in Florida. True. Um, you should have sandals. You should have comfy shoes. Yeah. You, multiple shoes for that. So, but very important getting into the weeds on that one holly you just came back from vacation you wouldn't like if someone said to you for 10 days you had to wake up before eight well i think that this person is the asshat only because it's like hey make the itinerary respect that say we're gonna leave for the park at 8 30 don't tell me when i need to wake up don't i can be waking up at 825 and make it to the lobby when we're going to go to the park at 830. Please, I don't need that kind of regulation. And especially about footwear. These can be mentioned as suggestions. <laughs> you can give some hard times like this day we're going to the Magic Kingdom. Be ready at 830. Yeah. This day we're going to Epcot. Be ready at 9. Respect that. But the overregulation, no, I'm just going to sleep in to spite you. Thank you. Yeah, see, that's what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. We, we actually, Holly, when you said that, I just remembered. Now, I did it sort of as a joke, but I also did it to keep everybody organized. I, um, I did type out and I emailed that we were on a group text chain. Yeah. And every, every night, Colin and I sent out a guideline for the very next day. And Holly, we did exactly what you said. We're like, uh, the car is going to take us to the park. It's going to be in the lobby of the hotel at 830. Y'all are big boys and girls. You can get your ass down to the lobby. Like Holly said, that means waking up at 820. If it only takes you 10 minutes to get ready, you're all grown earth adults. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we did. And we said, okay, we have a reservation for dinner at eight. And we, we put it all on this email that we sent nightly. And that's actually we really, organized. well, that was really respectful because yeah. it keeps everyone on the same page. We all know what's happening. But at the same time, within the context, you can regul- you can go to bed when you want. Oh, yeah. And also, they all spent their own money. We also said to them, if you want to opt out of anything, this is your vacation, too. We firmly believe that if you do not want to go to this restaurant that we made, you do you. If you want to sit at the Just hotel tell us before and get we pizza, make the reservation. <laughs> yeah. But we we told everybody. Yeah. Like some people didn't do the pool. Some people um we had a couple when we had our 4-hour pool time. I remember uh there was a couple that was with us that did not go to the pool. They I think they went upstairs and took a nap. Um the rest of us did 
synchronized swimming in the pool. Um, hashtag I, Stephanie Hansen. But um, yeah, his heart's in the right place. He's just going a little overboard. That's, I think, a good way to put it. Yeah, intentions are good, but definitely the ass hat. Oof, mm. it's, really, it's really just how you, what were you saying? 10 days, girl. That's 10 days. A long, that's a right. Long it's it's just your approach, you know, and especially if you've been traveling with these, your sisters. I mean, of course, there's sibling rivalry. You know, there's always things with siblings, right? But um, to know how they travel, you you know them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Traveling this way by day six, someone's going to have <laughs> yeah. a temper tantrum at the BR guest restaurant and is going to slug Beast right in the face. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right in and, the face. Mm-hmm. And maybe a good punctuation mark on this topic is. Can I just make a general statement? Yeah. 10 days is a long time to be traveling with anybody. I'm just going to say that. That's a long trip. Yeah, girl. you need to build in a, a long Ooh. time. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. Ooh, long walks. Anyway, uh, in my day, I <laughs> Monday and Wednesdays at the top of our third hour. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Big stories in entertainment, pop culture, and Hollywood right here in the Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Good morning, Holly. Oh, good morning, Jason and Alexis. Uh, Going to catch you up with what's happening with the Writers Guild strike that happened yesterday. Uh, kicked off many people on the picket lines. Uh, the WGA uh, versus the Producers Guild. And looks like it's going to be happening for a while. Uh, oh. You know, based on the breakdown, looking at the sheets about what the writers want. Versus what the producers want and where the compromise is in the middle. You know, a lot of these writers are saying uh, that this is an existential issue and that the producers aren't budging on some of these big ticket issues. Uh, and the writers are like, hey, no contract, no content. That's what they're saying. So I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but I think what Holly, I don't think that's hyperbole what those no. writers are saying. I I really do think, use whatever phrase you want, canary in the coal mine, uh, existential crisis. This is a turning point, man, because the writers are also seeing the quick emergence of AI around the corner. And this is a this is do or die. It really, really, I think this is even more dire than the 2007, 2008 writer strike. This has way more consequences. Absolutely, Jason. When you looked at what the WGA was asking concerning artificial intelligence, they said they wanted clauses in their contracts saying that artificial intelligence would not be used in the creation of these shows. Then you look at the other side of the Producers Guild and they're like, we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. So they weren't willing to tell the Writers Guild of America, "Okay, that's fair. We can put in clauses in your contracts that will say. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. No artificial intelligence used, but they weren't willing to do that. You know, I'm reading this book about the history of the Oscars right now, 
And uh, this is basically the history of Hollywood. A lot of these kind of labor contention issues. And this honestly reminds me of the transition that Hollywood made from silent movies to talkies. Into, into talkies. This oh. is, I feel like this is that level of contention in Hollywood where it's these writers versus the producers. There's this new technology and they're trying to deal with it and they don't know how to come to a compromise around it. Also, Holly, small, that is um, big, big C comparison. You know what I was going to small C comparison. I think this is the home video revolution. Yeah, I think it's similar to the 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 because remember stars, uh, whether it was a TV show or a movie, you saw it once and you really the, uh, the public never got to see it again unless it was the damn Wizard of Oz that <laughs> that was on CBS every year. And then it was but appointment then, viewing. Yeah. Or yeah. the Ten Commandments. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But then you had the home video revolution where people could rent and own films and these stars are like, wait a minute. Where's my piece of this anyway? But yeah, both of those. Oh, yeah. Absolutely right. So buckle in, everyone. Mm. The probability of this strike being resolved quickly is very slim. Now, some of the shows already immediately going dark. We talked about this yesterday. The late night show Saturday Night Live is going dark in the writer's strike. The talk during daytime television. Uh, The View has decided to move forward. Mm. They are going forward without writers. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg said, you know, you're going to hear how it would be when it's not slicked up, meaning that they're going to be having some raw conversations without any kind of writer notes over on The View. So that could either be very interesting uh, or very Minnesota interesting. (laughs) I would invite invite all of you and, and Holly... I don't know if you've already done this. You know, the the goat with all of this is Conan O'Brien uh, during 0708. Conan, his show was a laboratory of hijinks and unbelievable television. Uh, there was I saw I rewatched a clip last night during the writer where, where Conan tried to get a good spin on his wedding ring on his desk. He was trying, and, and it's hysterical. And only Conan, he's the go. only Conan could pull that off and make it great television. But that's what you had. It was an eight-minute segment. He filled eight oh. minutes with oh. trying to get a good spin on his desk of his wedding ring. Oh, but Conan O'Brien is a singular talent. Who can oh, draw the comedy the out of that? writer. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. And yes, to your point, exactly, Alexis. He got his uh, start yeah. in Hollywood as a writer and a fantastic writer at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, The View might be a little yikes. Might get a little yikes. But it might be worth watching because of the yikes. But we shall see. But if it gets too yikes, you can watch another show at 10 a.m. too live here in the Twin Cities. Thank you very much. That's right. Go and do it. Thank you. Let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They've revealed their class of 2023, including Willie Nelson, who just had a 90th birthday spectacular yeah, over the weekend, at, come on! Yeah, over at the Hollywood Bowl, uh, Kate Bush, Missy Elliott, Cheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine, uh, they are all now going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as is George Michael and the Spinners. Nice. I. This is a good lineup. Now I, I'll repeat what I said at the beginning, at the top of the hour, journal. Poor Willie had to wait this long. Right. I don't know. That right. just makes me. The man wrote well, the song "Crazy" for Patsy Cline. Thank oh, you. right. We love that song. Oh, 
Well, was our theme song? For yeah, it should still be, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't want to have to cut that out for Alexis. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. No, man. yeah. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow doing a new interview talking about her ex-lovers. She said Ben Affleck was technically excellent in bed, and that she was totally heartbroken over her breakup with Brad Pitt. <laughs> technically, what is this a gymnastic routine? Yeah. And he landed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Great mount. Oh, yeah. oh. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, she's here all week, folks. <laughs> Look at that ribbon dance. <laughs> I, I'm serious. So I, I think Ben Affleck, I, I've always thought he would be a good lover. Well. And I hate that uh, word. But yeah. Well, here's the thing, Fair. though, Jason. Technically mm-hmm. excellent. But is he a good lover? I feel like those are two different things. You know, Absolutely. Roberts, you just, you're right. I Take that back. I am in that. Yeah, I imagine him smoking a cigarette, drinking donkeys, and then going off to, you know, play cards. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Uh, scratch if the members of the jury, uh, <laughs> scratch everything I just said. Thank you. <laughs> when we come back. That means he's not going to get you there, though. That's right. We'll be right back. Stay with us. In an Alexis podcast. Hey, friends, go on a first date with Rebath. I think you'll really enjoy it. They come to your home. They bring goodies for you, hundreds to choose from. They'll come up with a custom design for you. They'll look at your space. They'll look at your budget and make sure you're satisfied. Oh, yeah. Really, truly, they do a wonderful job. (laughs) They'll come on out. They'll see what you need and come up with a great solution for you. This is custom bathroom designing. It's effortless, and they are a one-stop shop. They get it all done from design to done. And when I'm saying done, it's great. They have a team of two that comes. Josh and Joe did our bathroom a little more than three years ago now. They got our complete bathroom regut done in five days. So it's less stress, less disruption. That's so great about working with Rebath. Just head to Rebath.com. Sign up to have a designer come to your home. You can also stop into their showroom. That's recently remodeled as well. That's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. Rebath.com. Mention me or my talk. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. 13 historic years, J.R. Ewing has double-crossed his friends, betrayed his family, and destroyed his enemies. May 3rd, it'll all be over. It's JR's Judgment Day. Dallas, trust us, it ends. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. If you noticed the date on that promo, they said May 3rd, 32 years ago, on May 3rd, 1991, the final episode of Dallas uh, premiered on CBS. One of the worst series finales ever, and I don't mind saying that about my beloved show. It was a piece of trash, mm. and uh, the only good thing mm. about it was uh, Joel Gray was in it, and uh, and he was even obnoxious in it. But did he break anyway. out into song? Well, he played the devil. If you really want to know the truth, that's how <laughs> far down the he did. Oh, <laughs> no, played uh, a, an evil angel that. I can't even talk about it without Wait. getting very angry. Wow. Oh, well, one very, question. Very angry. Yes. One question. I don't want to anger you too much, Jason, Go about ahead. the series finale of Dallas. Now, yeah. had the devil or any kind of angel or anything been made an appearance in the show at all? No. No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, wow. no. That's no. so bad. 
it was it was such it was such an awful awful finale to a show that really defined 80s television and it was an insult it was so bad Joel it also Gray. led to passions remember that soap opera yeah that had all supernatural stuff too yeah but at least there was a precedent for that i mean you know timmy wasn't timmy a, wasn't timmy at all he was and then came, and came to life yeah oh man your doll alexis yeah. one of your dolls alexis mm-hmm. but no joel gray played an angel uh-huh. JR, JR had lost everything, mm-hmm. and they set it up that way. Uh, the penultimate episode, he lost everything. Uh, his son moved out, called him a butthole. He lost Ewing Oil. Ooh. Bobby couldn't stand him. Miss Ellie gave South Fork to Bobby. He had nothing, and he started drinking and went up in his room, and Joel Gray, legendary star of Cabaret, was Larry's neighbor, Larry Hagman's neighbor in Malibu. They were dear friends. And Larry convinced him to come on the show. And Joel Gray played the devil's the devil's assistant who showed JR what his life would have uh, what everybody's life would have been like had JR not been around. Oh, come on. And then the very last shot no pun intended, was Bobby coming home, walking up the stairs to South Fork as JR is uh, pointing, getting ready to, well, here, I'll just, here's, here it is. This is the last 30 seconds. JR is looking at the mirror, holding a gun to his head. That's right. Just one shot. Joel Gray. <laughs> That's all Bobby's walking down the hallway, and then this happens. Do it! That's how it ended. Bobby looks into the room, says, oh, my God, and the show was over. And I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, how old were you at the time when this ended? Junior in high school. And I skipped my cousin's graduation, oh, uh, college right. graduation um, dinner to watch this. But what was your immediate <sighs> emotional reaction in 1991 when you watched this? I cried. I really oh. did. I was so bummed. I was like, that's the end. You're going to end it on a cliffhanger? You're going to end... Oh God! It was, it's so horrible. What do you it's, like believe? What do you like to believe happened? He made it through, or well, he did because remember the reboot happened, and he said that he shot the mirror, uh, and then that's how they oh, did the reboot. Right. In that was, was the reboot. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, it's just so bad. It's just one of the worst. Ugh. Oh yuck. Yeah. Um, remember okay. the good seasons, Jace. I'm going to <laughs> yeah. one through one through six. That's one right. through six. Yeah. Um, okay, what is this What is this Beatles story, Holly? Well, I'm so glad, Jason, that we talked about Dallas. Oh. Because if we were going to make Said it... Said by as- no one ever, <laughs> but go ahead, yeah. Well, because if we were going to have a Jason and Alexis show SAT question, yeah, it would go, Jason is to Dallas as Holly is to... Oh, 
Um, the Beatles. The Beatles, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of a show. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, so, yes. yes. It, as far as fandom goes, that's how it works out. Yes. I'm a mega fan of the Beatles. If that has not been established on this program, now it is. Yeah. Somebody's messing around with artificial intelligence and is making quote unquote new Beatles songs. No. Oh no, I thought this was some vault that they found with a hidden cassette tape inside. No, this is trash. <laughs> oh man. Not a vault with a hidden cassette tape. <laughs> Lex. Hey Lex. <laughs> Lex, can you hear me? Somebody, Lex, yes, Lex. I can hear you. I don't. Should I, I take don't. my headsets off? No, Lex, let me, yeah. can, you, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Lex, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. cassette tapes, I don't think we're around during the Beatles time, but. Oh, okay. Just yeah. 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 Just right. Before that, what yeah. was before that? Yeah, they would have had like a reel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a reel of rice. <laughs> Not even a reel was found in of all the Lexus. Shoot, it's AI? Yeah, Gosh. but somebody is using Lex. AI. Lex. So close. You know, the technology. They opened a vault and found a Memorex tape. <laughs> That's actually what Geraldo Rivera found in Al Capone's vault, but he didn't want to give it away. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, so okay. somebody Ooh, over on Lex. YouTube has posted a couple of videos reimagining solo Beatles songs. Well, solo being members of the Beatles. They had solo careers. They had music. Yeah. Reimagining some of these songs as Beatles songs. One of them from Paul McCartney's album New, the song of the same name. And then John Lennon's song Grow Old With Me. That was on his album, Milk and Honey, which was released in 1983. So this person is manipulating these songs to make it sound like Paul McCartney and John Lennon are singing together. No. No. This is what's happening. This is why Lex has this sheet uh, story on the sheet, too. That's why the godfather of AI is scared. This kind of nonsense. Yeah, he, quit. He, regret, he has so many regrets in life. Look, this is some nonsense. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. He's got a lot of thinking to do. Do we have a taste of this? Or Yeah. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's take a break. When we come back, a taste of fake Beatles. Or app. Hey, friends. Alexis for Plunkets. Plunkets Pest Control. Plunkets.net. They provide safe and effective ways to just get ahead of the wildlife. You know, they keep the pests in their place, not yours, and they do a fantastic job of doing that. Patrick, he is our technician. He is just fabulous. My dogs love him. As we're working out, you know, what we need to do and get ahead of them or if there's already issues, he explains in detail what he's doing, why he's doing it. He, They always go with eco-friendly, non-chemical techniques and solutions and just love that. And as he's leaving the driveway, we get emailed a detailed service report. He shows up when he says he is. He's on time. And I just, we, we love him. Some friends and family. And I think you'll feel the same way about working with your Plunkett's technician. Uh, they really do a wonderful job. Go to Plunkett's.net or use my talk keyword pests. Keeping pests in their place, not yours. And just like that, we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning here on My Talk. Everything entertainment, everything. Third class unscheduled steerage flight. That's right. That's what our show is. Third class unscheduled steerage flight. <laughs> we have ginger ale. No, we're out, actually. I just checked the beverage cart. We're out. 
Rude. Sorry. We Rude just dog. have an open can of Fresca. That's it, Lux. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> One more. That's all we have, Holly. Did you check? Yep. Do we we have the any? sun chips, no. right? I, we no. Got, ah. We don't have those mini bags. No. We what about have, nuts? No, Holly, what snack do we have left in the cart at this point in the show? Uh, let me look at this. Uh, I've got some sour cream and onion crumbles. Oh, that I picked crumbles. up off the floor and I put <laughs> it back row, in a Ziploc bag from row twenty. Uh huh. Yeah, Ugh. they're kind of uh, wet. Ew. Before before the break, we talked about uh, AI, scarier than crap, man. And now people are using AI; they're using the powers for evil mm-hmm. to basically try to recreate the Beatles. So, do we have some of this, Holly? I don't want right. this. I know. But uh, somebody used artificial intelligence to make John Lennon's song Grow Old With Me off of his solo album Milk and Honey into a quote-unquote Beatles song. So I'm going to drop the needle. Okay. And we'll listen, but for a moment. This is a real song, but they put the Ringo drums in and the Beatles harmony, and that's artificial intelligence. Oh my gosh, we're never going to know the difference. Like, I want to hate this. I hate it. I really, I hate it. it. But also, like, just to imagine what it would sound like, you can actually do that. I want to hate it. And for Holly, I am going to hate it. Thank you. But it's scary as hell because that sounds real. Yeah. Well, the song, again, is real. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like it was crafted in a studio with the guys in the late 60s. Wow. Uh, that's frightening. I don't want it. Now you <sighs> see why the writers are on strike. Yes. <laughs> This is really very real. Yes. Hard to know what's real or not. Right. One of the contentions, again, we talked about it in the Dirt Alert of the Writers Guild, is that they want artificial intelligence to be banned from use in the writer's room, and the producers are kind of like, meh. No wonder the godfather of AI regrets all of his life's work. Well, I'm not not the moderator of the negotiations, but... Just kind of what, and I don't subscribe to this. I think it's ridiculous, but you can take a page from the government and kicking the can down the hallway. Couldn't a compromise be until we know more about AI? Put a 10-year uh, hold on it. You know what I mean? We can't, and then de- or put debate an it. Well, you that's know. what folks in Silicon Valley, actually, there was a consortium saying, hey, we got to stop working on this because yeah. we don't know. What's going to be happening six months, a year down the road? And we got to get our uh, kitchen together. Yeah. Producer Ugh. Guild, come on. Just yeah. put a, put a, put even a seven year. 
Just wait seven years and then come back and, and renegotiate when we know more about this. But again, I'm not handling the talk. Who regulates that, though? Right. It's like the A.I. police. Did you say that you used what, AI? Miller? Well, that's what I'm saying, guys. Like, it's, who is going to... Abe Pagoda? <laughs> Fish? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. we are really going down. And what's the punishment? You get tased or something? Like, I don't know. We don't want our prisons filled with AI people, do we? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here's our new side hustle. <laughs> Lex is Barney Miller, AI police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's like scary. It's, it's exciting and scary all at the same time. Yeah. I don't even know. I gotta be honest. I, I'm. I. You know. I'm a techie guy. But there are some uh, black holes for me, or blind spots, I should say. This is one of them. Um, Properly utilizing TikTok is another one that I talk about on the regular. I don't even know how to use AI. Like, I know people people are using it already to write stuff. Mm -hmm. Is it an app? I don't mean to sound dumb, but is it an app? It is. And then you can punch in, you know, I want uh, 300 words. On Dallas in JR's voice. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you could get very, very specific, but from outer space, and it will but come I up with 300 the... words for you. My apologies. I didn't mean to step on you there. Did, can I get the app now? Yes. Yeah, you can go to open, openai.com. Uh, that's where ChatGPT lives. Yeah. And that's one of the programs. That will write your J.R. Ewing adventure in space. Open. Okay, I'm on openai.com. Now, what do I do? Um. Well. I don't know. What um, do I product? Well, you want to get the chat GPT, chat GPT yes. app. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. You could just, oh. I think you just get that in the yeah, app. Yeah, and, your... and you can try it. You can do desktop or app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh when you sign God. up, there's a waiting period, and then, then you're in. Yeah. Oh, you have to wait just like yeah. Blue Sky? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Th- or, or Club 33, still waiting for that call, Disney. Anyway, um, cl- uh, chat GPT, there we go. <laughs> There's a wait list for that, too. Oh, my God, yeah. Are you kidding me? I would. Anyway, uh, hello, AI, chatbot assistant. No, that's not it. Genie, AI. Oh, th- there's so many. Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. that's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, companies are racing to. Mm, optimize this technology and there's a lot of questions about how is it going to be utilized is it going to be a replacement for a search engine you know we're so used to googling right now that it's second nature but that was only a thing maybe about 20 years ago so it's you know are we going to reframe how we're gathering information or are we going to be welcoming our computer overlords who are going to be taking over consciousness itself you know oh (laughs) what a way to end the show Oh my god! Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah, you're well, so right about that. Well, on that look, maybe we should do a dad joke or something. Oh, can we? Let's you gotta, do. Yeah. Let's do an Alexis oh, dad uh, joke. You know, Taylor Swift shared one on our sh- uh, one of the concerts here. Well, I have just one of yours. Oh, okay. Let me roll this one. 
And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. What do you call a man with no shins? Tony! <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Now, don't we feel better to end the show? Yeah! Tony, you get it, Tony? I got yeah, this one yeah. from you, Holly. Yeah, and I got that one from the internet. Yeah! <laughs> we always hate to hand off the baton to, to Donna on a, lo- on a low note, so... <laughs> yeah. So we'll do Tony. There we joke. go. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself before AI baton, takes your life over. Yeah. Get us right, out of here! <laughs> You're right, Jace. You be you. Have a fantastic day, everyone. We love you so very much. Or be an AI version of you. Yeah. 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 Get that happen. Yeah. Right. You do you. (laughs) We love you. Don and Steve experience up next. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now.